1: Hello, flamethrowers. Shireen here. Welcome to our hot take on the NWSL draft. So today I have one of my favorite people and part of the illustrious peak of women's broadcast journalism. I've got Sandra Herrera, CBS and WSL correspondent, co host of Southside Trap podcast, bad bunny connoisseur. She is the best, and not only because she loves that Tina Turner song, because she literally is up in here with her Jordan merch. You can't see her, but she's here representing what is the best of Chicago. Hello, amiga. Oh, Shereen, it's so good to see you and <laughs> chat with you. Thank you so much. I know last night was wild for you and just the action, the drama, the pauses, <laughs> like everything. Um, and thank you so much for being awake and alert and to be here with us. Okay, so l- tell us, basically 40 picks, four trades, almost five hours?
2: Yeah, you know, it was funny. That was like one of the first post reaction things that I had tweeted out about the draft. I was like, wow, the the final timestamp on the NWSL draft stream via Twitch was four hours, 56 minutes and 10 seconds. So just, just shy of five hours.
1: Is that one of the longest drafts we've seen? Because I don't remember that last year's being that long.
2: I don't know if anyone has a, you know, a record of the, the timestamps for other ones. Cause I'm not too sure all of them are on YouTube. I know a good chunk of them are, Yeah. but for, for, I think four it, like three-ish to four-ish hours isn't too uncommon, but like
1: five hours was like, whoa. And we're attributing that because it was all online or what, what is probably yeah. the reason? for I think it's a combination of obviously the, The
2: pandemic impacted so much. So that included how this draft was going to look. It was all done virtually. Uh, There were a ton of timeouts included. And that wasn't just the each one per round per team that uh, people were allowed to use. But, you know, there were also like maybe not necessarily league timeouts, but, you know, league breaks that were taking place in between picks and in between rounds. So all of that sort of elongated things. Um, But it was it was a long night but it definitely wasn't uneventful. So that, that was helpful.
1: So any surprises here? Cause you know, we see top three, Emily Fox, Trinity, Rodman, Brianna Pinto, any surprises here?
2: You know, I, I'll be, I'll go on record and I'll be sincere and say that one of the, one of the things that did surprise me, I wasn't surprised that Trinity Rodman went in the first round. She was hmm. you know, pretty sought after prospect from Washington state, right? Yes, correct. And, um, but I was a little surprised at how high she went Uh, for me personally, heading into this draft, sort of seeing, seeing the list of players who actually went through registration and, and declared mm-hmm. uh, just sort of going based off of that. Uh, I was like, you know, for me, it was Brianna Pinto. Like, I think you look at a player like that. And you're like, this is a player that has to go number one. And that's not to discredit uh, any of the other players that were taken in the first round or throughout the draft. But, you know, there was just a lot of uh, uncertainty headed into this year's draft. I mean, the league really had to address some different things on the fly. Uh, we saw them make some rule adjustments and amendments Um There was a lack of maybe what could be considered buy in to this year's draft just because of all the uncertainty. They requested the waiver from NCAA in light of the pandemic and the spring season being pushed back. Um, They were granted that waiver. That still Mm -hmm. kind of didn't generate a lot of interest. And then there was a a ruling that came down from the the governing board of NWSL that basically did away with the registration requirement. Yeah, it defined defined seniors in a certain capacity in a certain role. It was like a three year; they had to ex- have expelled three years of eligibility, you know. So it it was there was a lot going on. So you had this this concept of yes, there was a list of of forty nine players who had registered, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
2: but then there was also this concept of like, well, without that registration requirement, all of these uh, players are considered eligible uh, players mm-hmm. who have, have expelled those three years in, in college. Uh, so it was a much larger larger pool than was uh you know people might have assumed so mm-hmm. seeing the names on just those those 49 names on that declared list you still are looking at a player like Brianna Pinto like yeah, yes this is the player that's going to make an immediate impact um so seeing someone like Trinity Rodman who I kind of declared pretty pretty early I still was like she's going to get a lot of attention she was a sought after prospect she had she hasn't even you know taken a step onto the pitch at the collegiate level but that doesn't mean that she's you know not someone with a with a high ceiling
1: And she, she hasn't taken a step on because of the pandemic. So she's actually been, so just to clarify for our listeners, like uh, Trinity Rodman hasn't actually played any minutes because this lovely virus that's impacted so many of these young women's lives as well. Like this is- had you know declared to, to play for, for Washington State
2: and this mm-hmm. was a lot of her experience, playing experiences is coming you know based off of you know her time with US national youth teams yeah um so that was probably the the pick that kind of surprised me a little bit not that she mm-hmm. went first round but that she went that Washington Spirit looked at a lot of players and said yes this is the player that we want with the number two uh overall pick so um yeah she's got a lot of great highlights She's an exciting player to watch. She's got, you know, she's got a nose for goal. And um, I think coming off of the 2020 that we had where it was a little bit dry in terms of the goal scoring, (laughs) I think think people are looking for like, you know, uh, forwards that they can really develop with you know, within their system and the spirit have a, a, a great young core that they're working with. So, you know, Trinity Rodman can, uh, you know, potentially be like a really good long-term development project with them.
1: So in that vein of like scores and those nose for the goals and finishers, let's talk about Deanne Rose and Kiki Pickett who happen to be Canadian. You know, I'm gonna drop this in there. Two of the top 10 are from the North. So also in that vein, along the same line, I think it was Andre Carlisle, our friend of the show and, and great colleague top 10 seven women of color six black women what have we I don't remember seeing this before these numbers are the truth they're legitimate they're important they're impactful how is this draft particularly going to affect that pay-to-play soccer is so white rich girl USA how do you think this particular draft class really will will it change it even is that a fair question
2: I think it's a fair question to ask, but I also think we need to um, we need to continue to keep asking those sub questions underneath that larger question. Um, You know, this isn't like United States two thousand eight. We elected Obama, and racism is dead, right? (laughs) This is like, this is historic and yes, it should be celebrated. You know, uh, that first round was, was thrilling in a number of ways because of the next generation of talent that is potentially going to make its way into the league. But Mm -hmm. yeah, for a lot of other more, in my opinion, more important reasons, like, yes, you know, several women of color who are being uh, drafted in that first round, uh, something that we haven't seen before in the past in NWSL drafts, um, And all of those things will feel much heavier coming off of the year, uh, that we've all gone through, especially within the United States with, with all of the ongoing protests and call to actions in light of, not even in light of a lot of us have known that there's been a lot of issues with police violence and police brutality and, uh, while many communities have been speaking out about that, in 2020 it got amplified to a, a national level. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming off of of that in 2020, coming off of the, the pandemic, obviously that was so difficult for so many, and then having this draft sort of kind of have that additional underlayer of historic significance, where wow, look at look at these players that are getting drafted in the first round, players of color, um, you know, black identifying. Uh, multicultural identifying, you know, Latinx identifying players, uh, it was it was huge, and for lack of a better word, it felt nice. It felt nice to to have that to have that happen, and, and seeing you know whether it's the Canadian internationals or not, or somebody like a, a Pinto or somebody like a Rodman or a Viercorta or whomever, um, it's it's nice to see that. And these are also players who, you know, were drafted are also coming into the league and and having kind of similar mindsets in that aspect. You know, players who have been vocal in light of the the, the calls to actions that have been taking place. Um, so those perspectives on top of their talent are of equal importance to me to have mm-hmm. into the
1: now, something close to your heart, obviously, are the Latinx players. Can you tell me a little bit? Because that's how you celebrated on Twitter a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're yeah. <laughs> so
2: yeah, no, I hey, it's it's uh it's always nice to to have those uh connections, right, with, with with players. Um and again, people people look for that, right? You know, there were there were we saw reactions of of you know our colleagues, like our, our black colleagues, we saw mm-hmm. reactions uh, you know, from you know black fans you know and their excitement in in seeing the players who who were getting uh, drafted, and um, it wasn't until like it, it was a it was a later later round, and it was like the only pick that OL Reign had. But you know, Jimena Lopez is a great talent, a great defender, and uh, they selected her with their their only pick, <laughs> OL Reign. Uh, they were like, this is going to be great. But yeah, she's a she's a Mexican international. She's got a lot again, someone who's got a lot of experience at the national team level, um, also with uh, with youth camps with with Mexico as well and um she's come up in you know american domestic soccer systems right so she's got a little bit of a different uh feel to her she's got a lot of ability to sort of get involved into attacks if if that's how the rain see her doing if she's going to be on the back line and um you know I, i know that they've got some great outside backs right now uh they have Stephanie Cox, who's a veteran of the league, but also came out <laughs> of retirement, you know, another you know Mexican American woman uh, who had represented the national team at the senior level. Uh, but you know, if she's if she's looking to maybe uh, you know exit once again, you know, that's a great pickup for all yeah. rank, someone who can maybe slot in for that. So yeah, I was absolutely excited about that to see that. You never know who's gonna get get their their name called, and uh, to hear uh, Jimena Lopez, that was that was really dope.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm all I'm all here A for your celebration of tricolor like more of it here and I'm all here for that. Hey everyone, I wanna tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you wanna host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q and A's with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks on top of that we'll help you get your show pushed out to apple spotify google stitcher and all other listening platforms and the best part is you can get all of this for only 15 dollars a month the same rate as any other hosting
0: Every deep playoff run starts with building an amazing team. Doing the same for your business doesn't take a room full of scouts. You just need Indeed. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Hate waiting? Indeed's US data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Something I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because with virtual interviews, Indeed saves you time. You can message, schedule, and interview top talent all in one place. Indeed knows that when you're growing your business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why when you sponsor a job, you only pay for quality applications from resumes in our database matching your job description. Visit indeed.com slash blue to start hiring today. Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed
1: site would charge you for just the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited. So get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com join. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? This is Shereen, and I have struggled with anxiety and depression in the past. I've often turned to counseling and therapy to help me through. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online, and there's a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas. But this service is available for clients worldwide. Flamethrowers, wherever you are, BetterHelp can help you. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy, which may not even be possible in a pandemic anyway. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read testimonials that are posted there daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash burn, that's better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they have started recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Special offer for Burn It All Down listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash burn. That's betterhelp.com slash burn. Another thing I was just sort of thinking about in in doing this, the amount of media attention, particularly in this year, and you know, I'm gonna have to name drop the Meg Linehan cutout at Sky Blue, because that was amazing. For those that hadn't seen, uh, Alyssa LeHue and team at Sky Blue FC actually had a cutout of our dear Meg, which was hilarious. Um, When are we going to see a a Sandra Herrera cutout, and can I get one? (laughs) I don't know man i you know
2: i i think i gotta change my my twitter av or something i i have my my twitter image is is yes of me but i'm also holding like a giant mug that says please refer all questions to to at (laughs) its meg lenahan so i'm not too sure that's something you know easily you know you could copy and print out and turn into like a big giant a, a fat head right um you know, but no, I, I was, I was cracking up at it and you love to see it. You love to see that kind of stuff as well. Um, Sky Blue knows what's up. You know, they, they've got a great front office, you know, at least the users, uh, people who understand and value the, the the importance and really the role of media and that they, you know, play uh, within the league and for the league so to see that happen is you know, for lack of a, a better phrase, it, it was 0% shocking that it came from a front office that gets it, right? Yeah. That quote unquote gets it. And it was a fun, it was a fun tidbit to, to have and to, to notice and to chat about during draft night and to see it happening throughout the night with their with their draft room. It, it never left. It always stood in its place. Um, But yeah, it was, it was nice to see. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, maybe someone will mix it up and, and throw one of me in there. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I won't be looking for it at all. Um. I'll. I'll gladly give you know Meg that credit and like
1: cut out in all the rooms. But one of the things it's really nice to see is that how. The women's soccer community and the media, and, and you know, just a really, you know, looking for the same thing as growth and amplification of the game and growing the game. And I think this is—it's really wonderful, that it's a nod to media and also to the teams that you know they're working hard. Nobody has it right all the time, so you know we're all in here learning, unlearning, retooling. Um, one of the things I was going to ask you is—I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about Chicago. What are your because I know there's a little bit of a love that you got, and I will ask you about my thorns because I'm all excited about. Amir Ali like I'm gonna say that but um tell me what's happening for your stars and your stars they're literally Sandra Herrera's Chicago (laughs) stars (laughs) red stars okay the Sandra Herrera red (laughs) stars yeah you know
2: what I uh having the ear to Chicago uh heading into the draft You know, watching them make really a ton of moves before this particular draft day kind of gave the impression that maybe they were ultimately going to sort of trade out and look ahead uh, into next year's draft and into Mm -hmm. 2022 uh, because they had entered 2021 with a handful of picks like a slew of picks. Um, which they ultimately ended up using as tradable assets along the way. So they uh, went out and they got expansion draft roster protection um, by trading Nagasato and McCaskill to Louisville Mm -hmm. FC. And they also gave a fifth overall pick to sort of sweeten that deal. They ended up making a a trade with Sky Blue and a lot of that was just picks. They ended up trading the 2021 number four uh, and I believe the number eight overall pick Mm -hmm. uh, to them. And uh, that also included, you know, some some future draft picks and in an international slot. Mm-hmm. So, and and they got Mal Pugh and, and Veteran Sarah Waldmo. So they were using a lot of their draft as is as tradable assets. So when we're looking at Chicago and what they got out of the draft, they got Mal Pugh and yeah. Sarah Waldmo, <laughs> and they and they got you know to to retain a number six pick overall to the draft. So they had the number six pick, eighteen, uh, I think twenty something, twenty five, and thirty two. um, ultimately when they made a, a trade with with the Thorns. Um, so I wasn't too surprised to see them make a little bit of a move in that first round. Rory Dames was clearly, he's a draft king and uh, he's notorious for really working those NWSL drafts to his advantage and, and really sort of, has grown the team that he has now through the drafts and drafts prior. Um, So watching them work the phones and have conversations with the Thorns, it was kind of cool to hear Mark Parsons also say that there was just a mutual interest in having that trade. There were both players that the two teams wanted to target. Mm -hmm. And there was an understanding that they were two completely different players. Mm -hmm. So to sweeten the deal, the Thorns said, We'll also give you our later round pick if we can have your six pick. So they just swapped that six and seven and the thorns ended up taking Yasmin Ryan, I believe. And yep. uh, they went ahead and Chicago went ahead and took Madison Haley. So it was a, it was a mutual benefiting uh, trade. So I was surprised to actually see them make a selection and stay within the um, the draft. Uh, I, I, again, I really didn't think they were going to trade out of it, uh, but I love the pickup that they made. Uh, I think Madison Henley was a smart, smart pickup. Mm-hmm. Uh, really strong forward coming out of such a, an even stronger Stanford University draft class. Um, really just a powerhouse of a development program coming out of that university. And um, they've been collecting forwards for a little while, Chicago. They're trying to look. <laughs> Yeah, they're kind of, they're trying to look a a certain type of way. I think they've got a forward core in place that they're comfortable moving forward. And in 2021, and a lot of the forwards that they ended up drafting in this draft class, I think the intent there is to eventually get them in because again, a lot of these players are going to return to their schools and close out their senior seasons. Mm
1: hmm. Is this just a, this might be a general question, but is this kind of like compensating for the hole and loss that is Sam Kerr? Is that what this a little bit of this is in terms of, or is that like just like conjecture?
2: I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's fair to say that it's both, you know, um, because Chicago for a long time was a team that always kind of op- operated um, with a, a target forward, right? Mm-hmm. Like they were always mm-hmm. always able to look to no matter what era it was, whether it was like a Kristen Press era or yeah. a Sam mm-hmm. era. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are looking a little bit different. 2020 didn't give us a lot of looks at that because Challenge mm-hmm. Cup and Fall Series were just more smaller condensed versions of, of a season. Um, but the concept of not just having a top three, but really like a front six, right, where where midfielders are getting super involved into you know the offense and, and continuing runs and and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh passes to, to players out wide and stuff like that so we got to see little parts of it hopefully we get to see see more of it I'm not sure if this 2021 draft class of forwards are going to be part of that in 2021 that they might not come into the mix until 2022 um but for now I think uh I think that that pick for for Madison Haley was huge
1: yeah, I mean, I'm happy to see Yasmin yeah, Ryan at the Thorns. Like, I'm happy with the Thorns. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, there's no, no lie about how I love that team, you know, starting with our captain, oh, captain, our co-prime minister. But uh, it's good to say, and if anyone's out here listening, you're listening to Sandra say basically attacking six. So pay attention, people out there um, in terms of strategies. Um, who, which team, and this is like one of those, another very basic, I'm going to ask basic questions here. Team that made out the best, you think, out of this draft? Who made out the most, you think?
2: Um, man, I would I would say that uh, it's it's floating it's floating between like three teams for me. It's like Sky Blue, Washington Spirit, and like Chicago. Okay, um, I would rank them in some way. But just if we're just if we're just centering in, because it was a very long draft. <laughs> but if we're just centering in on that first round, it's absolutely. Sky blue. Uh, I mean, we're talking about history making things. They're walking away with an ungodly amount of allocation money out of yeah. that first round. It literally blew everybody's mind. People were like, The league approved
1: this. And just to be clear, 175,000 US dollars, correct? <laughs> right, correct. And that was just for their number four pick, they
2: also had the number eight pick Mm -hmm. uh which washington spirit traded allocation money for with them as well so we had kansas city uh trade up into the draft via sky blue and washington spirit as well so coming out of just (laughs) just that first round they were stepping out of the first round with 275 dollars in allocation money which was unreal unreal you know chicago red stars and former Utah Royals FC made a bit of history as the two teams to have ever made a trade for allocation money. And that was in last year's draft in 2020. Mm-hmm. And it was for the eighth round pick and it was somewhere around the $60,000 to $80,000 mark. So just to tell you like where the jump has gone. Um yeah we had a new team come in and really shake things up and Kansas city was just like, well, this is what we're valuing this pick at, this is how badly we want Kiki Pickett Cause that's who they ended up uh, selecting with that, with that pick. So uh, getting a ton of money. Also, they also got an additional pick there. They're getting uh, a pick in the, uh, this, a natural selection in the second round of 2022 which is also incredibly valuable um there's a lot of uh, chatter about how much talent is going to be coming into that draft class as well mm-hmm. yeah. so setting yourself up financially for for the future uh with with money whether it's money and picks is it was huge i think so if we're just looking at just that two hour long first round uh i think sky blues is is, uh, is winning that
1: I think this is so important, especially the financial piece you just mentioned is so great because we we hear about the growth. I mean, I think Challenge Cup, considering what a trash year 2020 was, was so well executed and in the way that... This is rolling out. I can't wait to see these big, big, bold numbers. You know me, I'm all about that big, like go big or go home. And I can't wait to see it here, particularly in a league that has been a stalwart of the game globally. In my opinion, that has, we've seen the best players in the world, arguably play here. You can say what you want about Europe, but I'm sorry. Like, you know, and there are people out there that are like, oh, all those players leaving to, uh, you know, I was going to touch on this, all that, that cynicism of any player moving to Europe is a loss and you know the league is going to drain like I just don't see it like that people move around all the time we've had players from NWSL go there come back like I mean it's fluidity one thing I was going to mention because I saw this drama unfold and you did talk about Trinity Rodman why can't people just call her Trinity Rodman and for those of you that didn't pick up on this earlier Trinity Rodman has a dad who used to play basketball and That's, but also beloved by our wonderful guest, Sandra. (laughs) But she's Trinity Rodman. Can you explain a little bit about that hoopla and why that's all trash? It is because uh, everyone
2: is impacted by the patriarchy and toxic masculinity. And for them, the measure has always been men. Mm -hmm. And men are the default for whatever reason. And we have to continue doing the work to make sure that that, stops and doesn't continue um look she's she's an intelligent bright player and of Mm -hmm. course she was already asked about that narrative uh within some of her media sessions uh virtual media sessions with with us as media during the draft and um she nailed it she nailed it from the jump she said i'm really excited to be known as trinity rodman not you know just simply dennis rodman's daughter you know she's got a a famous dad uh Ridiculous athlete, Hall of Fame father. Shout out to the the '90s Bulls. Um, but of course, <laughs> shout out to the Bulls. I was waiting for that. <laughs> but but, uh, even within all that, um, yeah, it, it's 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 frustrating to see that that's um, that that was the first bit of uh, interest that people had, you know, for for this player. And for you know, sadly, again, just with men's sports sort of being the the default, that that is going to be a lot of people's uh, introduction to this player. So it's my hope with with her jump uh, to go pro is that she sort of smashes that. I mean, her mother's already ready to help help her smash that. You know, she was rocking the Team trend gear. You know, I, I, I was I was loving it. Um, it was it was great to see. Um, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, you start hearing the chatter about it and you're like, okay, come on. Like we get it, we get it, we know. And it's, uh, you want to just get through the cycle as quickly as possible so that we could just sort of uh, move on. And then hopefully um, for those of us who are kind of within the media uh, landscape on this side of things, we will do our part and our due diligence to continue to cover this player as just that the player who is known as Trinity Rodman
1: right yeah I love all of that and speaking of that where can our listeners find you because if you're not following Sandra you have to all the time not just because she'll insert like the 90s bulls practically anywhere <laughs> in anything but just because she's lit so where do we find you where do our listeners find you in your work
2: um I try my best to amplify all of my work via my Twitter account, so people can typically find me there at Sanderrera underscore. So that's H-E-R-R-E-R-A underscore. Um, And if people are curious to engage in more Chicago-specific content, uh, I co-host Southside Trap Podcast, and you can find us at Southside Trap Pod. With one letter P, and uh, go ahead and uh, hit us up there for any Chicago or uh, Red Stars content that you're looking for.
1: I have, you know, fangirled over you for a long time. So I'm so happy that this is your inaugural Burn It All Down uh, visit it. and guest appearance. And we're so happy you are welcome anytime, Amiga. Thank you so much for doing this and thank you for your work. You are making women's soccer media a much better place. And I just, like I'm so happy you're here. I can't even tell you.
2: I was so hyped when you uh, reached out. Like, you want to come on? I was like, yes. I'll be
1: half dead. I'll be half
2: dead, but I can't wait to be on Burn It All. Well, you
1: and your uh, Chicago, you and your Jordan gear look like unbelievably hype. And being friends with Sandra makes you a thousand percent cooler. I can just oh. tell you that right now. Okay, my friend. Thank you so much for being on Burn It All Down.